Welcome back, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode. Back onto the guest once today, and also lucky enough to sit down with Leah Fragamani, and we talk about her journey and uh, the stuff she's been able to achieve. And I know you guys will get so much out of today. I mean, Leah's been on a an incredible journey. She's a mum of three, lost over forty kilos, and um, you know, starting a new venture, starting a new career, which is her coming in the, into the industry and. The reason I reached out to Lee is because, yeah, it really coincides with kind of the things that I've done. And I just think that people get so much out of talks like this. Like we talk a lot of things, self-development and um, creating the, the right environment for you to reach your goals and that it's never too late, you know. I mean, uh, no matter where you are in life, and we'll touch a lot on this in today's episode, you know, it's never too late to change the direction that you're going. And um, yeah, it is one of the most enjoyable chats I've had on this podcast, I've had so many amazing guests and so many great chats, but this one um, really sits high with me. So yeah, I hope you guys do take a lot out of it. If you do, please take a screenshot, share it to your story, tag me, tag Leah. And if you do get the chance, go and check her page out. It is one of the best Instagram pages I've ever seen in terms of um, you know food hacks, fakeaways. Leah does some amazing recipes and amazing macronutrient breakdowns as well. So if you guys ever get the chance, uh, highly recommend giving Leah a follow because she, um, yeah, she will help you a lot just with the stuff that she puts out. It's, uh, it's amazing content and yeah, more people should see it cause it really will help you on your fat loss journey and anything like that. So, uh, yeah, very inspirational stuff. So check it out guys and enjoy today's chat. All right, Leah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No, no, thank you. Like I'm super excited for our chat. I mean, um, reason why I reached out to you is because one, you've got one of the best Instagram pages I think I've ever seen. Um, with all oh my your- gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, secondly, oh, because like you. it coincides with me a lot. Like, um, obviously if you've had an ama- amazing journey and now you're coming into the industry and you're being a PT yourself, which is, I absolutely love because it's something that I, um, something I obviously did myself and I know people will get a lot of inspiration <laughs> from this. Um, I don't think you're ever too too old or too late to start things not calling you old or anything just uh, <laughs> a little bit <laughs> but um cool. just off the back of that why don't you give the listeners a bit of insight into your story and then we'll just kind of flow from there yeah sure so it's a bit hard to know when to start but um yeah so pretty much my whole life um I was overweight um non-confident um I was the kid that always had an excuse to get out of sport class. Like I like sport. I was just never good at it and fit enough to do it. Um, And yeah, so pretty much I've been, I yo-yo dieted my entire life. I tried everything. Um, And yeah, so it got to the point where I had, I had three kids. I had my son in 2017. Um, I was pretty overweight and um, unhealthy throughout the pregnancy. And then um, Pretty much straight away, I fell pregnant with my uh, twin girls. Wow. So um, I had them within 14 months of each other. Yeah. And yeah, pretty much didn't get a chance to recover from the first pregnancy before going into the second one. And at my highest weight with my twins, I carried them to 37 weeks. I was pretty much 130 kilos. <laughs> I think they said, just yeah, forget about it when I was about 128. Um, so yeah, then I had a C-section with them. The recovery was, yeah, the recovery was okay. The pregnancy was brutal being that size, carrying them to term. 
And yeah, they were just over a year old when I, you know, I weighed in then at about 112 kilos and I pretty much wasn't leaving the house. I was just stuck in an absolute rut. I got to the point where um, I went to my GP and I like to discuss options with her. And I said, I think I need like a gastric sleeve or something like that. Like I need some help. I can't do this anymore. Like I just felt totally helpless yeah and she turned around and said well you know at the time I didn't have private health insurance so she said like you're just not eligible for any surgery through the public system you don't have any other comorbidities like diabetes or anything like that you're not big enough (laughs) and I was like wow I have like a BMI of well over 40 like I am very obese um and yeah I had two options I left there um I remember can remember it so clear as day I had two options so I had the option of going away and trying to stack on more weight to have surgery which yeah. you know sounds absolutely ridiculous but in hindsight like that's kind of an option I had at the time yeah of course, um yeah. yeah or I go home and I do it on my own so I went home I can remember the conversation my mom telling her about it like in the drive home and whatnot and yeah, I thought, okay, well, I've, I've really got to do it. Like, there's no other option. Like, I can't live like this anymore. I had absolutely no life. So, yeah. Um, and I felt bad for my children as well. I couldn't keep up with three toddlers. It was crazy. Like, they were yeah, outrunning me at the park. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went to the park, they would outrun <laughs> me. So, yeah, um, I went home and I did some research and I found, you know, the whole calorie deficit type yeah yeah thing that is around the internet you know yeah no you can't anymore <laughs> so yeah this was in um uh it would have been 2020 yeah March 2020 I officially began and um I found the loser app which you know it's pretty much the same thing as my fitness power I find it a little bit more user friendly and yeah um less glitchy and whatnot so I do really like that app so I I downloaded that and I started tracking my food I followed what the app said and um, confirmed it all on a TD calculator and whatnot so then yeah pretty much I got straight into it and it was around the time that COVID hit the world so that came yeah that would have been the end of March when it sort of started to hit here in Australia yeah um so that meant there were no gyms open or anything like that. Not that I'd ever been to a gym before. Oh, wow. So yeah. <laughs> like never in my life, I'd never even stepped foot in a gym. I drove past them like, what are those <laughs> things that people go to? Um, so, yeah, I I um, jumped online, went on some uh, and did some YouTube workouts. I started walking Amazing. and tracking my food and like quite literally the weight did fall off like I lost weight pretty quickly I lost majority of the weight within the first year um after I'd lost 20 kilos that was when you know we're very lucky here in Perth we didn't get COVID as bad as you know over east and everything so yeah yeah we yeah which thank god but um yeah so our gyms were open and everything at that stage so in June 2020 yeah, so it was quite quick. I'd lost about 20 kilos. Amazing. And yeah. I joined the gym. 
Um, so that was about halfway through, you know, my journey, journey you could yeah. say. Yeah, and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing <laughs> at all. It's always like fun it first was, time into the gym, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was scary. I can remember going in. It was, you know, I had a really lovely lady working there at the time. She was a mum herself and, you know, she was so reassuring and really made me feel welcome. Actually, there were two mums there at the it time. It makes a massive difference when you got someone there that who's like look, looking after you because it can be like a, a really scary place for people. Oh yeah. Like I was, I can't tell you how much, like I was shaking. I felt yeah. dizzy. Like I felt sick walking into that gym. I don't know. Yeah. I just made it so much worse in my head. Than it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're not um, alone. You're not yeah. alone. <laughs> yeah. It's quite funny now I think about, but um, yeah. So it was, it was good to have like, yeah, a face of people that like, you know, you could um, relate to as well. Yeah. You know? um, and yeah, so they showed me around and whatnot. I had a friend training there at the time. So he helped me out a little bit as well. And yeah, then I ended up, oh, I got a free PT session. So I did that and realized I had absolutely no idea what I was doing at that stage. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, like there's you're a lot to me learn back here. to my first time now. I just remember yeah. like you pick things up and they show you and you're like, is this right? And they're still like, oh, almost, but not quite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but no. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, exactly. And I had no idea, like, at first when I was just going, you know, I was just walking on the treadmill, like looking around like a stun mullet, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> what should I do next? And like, oh, the cross trainer, I can do that. Like, and then looking around like, um, yeah. And then it was like, I, I my local gym's kind of divided into like two separate areas. So it's not really separate, but it kind of is. So you've got like all the machines in one section and then all the free weights in the other. Yeah. I can remember it literally took me months to even go into the freeway area on my own. Like I wouldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I would only not... do it with my PT. Yeah, um, I know exactly like how you feel like, oh, even like recently when I was talking to you when I was in Bali, like I even went to I, the gym where it must have been like the big locals gym and there was some uh, like just huge people and even like me yeah. I was like shit like I did not yeah. feel good here and like the it weights were slamming and I was like oh, I might go set up in this part over here <laughs> it <laughs> but, gets oh it could be still scary yeah definitely a hundred percent but yeah I, I yeah. totally know what you mean my friend but yeah obviously you were down the 20 kilos which was which was massive and um yeah. it turned around for you in, in that middle part but um from that first 20 like obviously you said it, it was kind of super easy but how did you find that next 20 because over overall you're mm. obviously down 40 kilos but how was yeah. jumping from like finding the gym into that next part for you so yeah that was probably a bit more tricky like yeah. of course the weight drops off in the beginning you lose a lot of fluid and you know um you like when you were like you know when you're like I was and so overweight the first 20 kilos like it was quite easy but then I yeah I hit around I was early 90 sort of kilos at that stage and um that's where I'd sat my entire life Yep. So in high school, I was 90 kilos. Out of high school, I was 90 kilos. I went up to 96, down to 89, up to yep. 95. Like I always sat in that range. So I was sitting there at that time and that's how I knew to break through and to keep going. I had to do something different. Course, so that yeah. is, as, that's essentially why I joined the gym. And um, from that stage, when I started weight training, the weight didn't, the weight didn't come off as quickly because, yeah. you know, you, you put on a little bit of muscle where she goes, especially with those newbie gains. That's it was it. a lot of fun. That's um, it. Best stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then like playing around with your calorie intake. So trying to figure out what I should be eating for the activity I'm doing to lose yeah. fat, but not muscle. And, you know, as you would know, it is just like 
yeah, it's extremely yeah. hard to navigate. That's so, um, yeah, so at that point, I, yeah, I had my first um, session with my PT. We did a leg session. It was a lot of fun. And then, you know, he's like, no pressure, but, you know, if you want to keep training with me and I can help you and whatever. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, really, I need, like, I can't do this on my own, you know. And yeah. at that stage, if I had have kept going on my own, maybe I wouldn't have done so well because he gave me a lot of accountability as well. Um, I'll give him a little shout out. He's Jeremy Carr at Jeremy Carr Fitness. Um, he's I'll chuckle Instagram that as in well. the show notes as well. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, I worked with him pretty closely over the next few months um, and he showed me like, you know, how to make up a program and everything myself. Um, he gave me a lot of independence, but yeah, showed me the rope sort of thing. Um, and yeah, I kept going there and just yeah it did slow down a little bit but yeah I got there in the end that's it um, beautiful yeah. and just just to like unfold that a little bit do you think that's why sometimes mm. um even when you said like you were yo-yo dieting back in the day and, mm. and I was a lot myself like do you think sometimes when people don't reach their goals a lot of that can be uh like a lack of knowledge like after working so close with the PT and obviously um learning about new things and all that do you think it, that kind of coincides with why people might not reach their body comp goals hundred percent. Lack of knowledge is such a big one. Um, in the past, when I've yo-yo dieted, I haven't fully understood, you know, if someone gives you a meal plan, say, and you go, okay, that looks great. And you do it, but no one's teaching you why. Like, yeah. No one's teaching you why you should be eating that food. So that's where like, yeah, tracking my food and having someone in my corner to help me and guide me and everything. Really, that was probably, yeah, the key to keep going and push through that yo-yo bit. Um, because all of a sudden I'm looking at food, like obviously for its nutrients and whatnot, but as well, like, wow, okay, this is a big wake-up call. Like what is yeah. actually in a block of chocolate? Yeah, Like exactly. you just can't, like you can't get away with eating a whole block of chocolate every week. Like, you know, yeah. essentially that's what I was doing. But now yeah. I'm like, wow, like, you know, yeah. I have one piece, I'm like, yeah, this is good, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So when you when you have that education, you know exactly what's in the food that you're eating, um, and why you why you're doing what you're doing and the training that you're doing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that beautiful. is like yeah. That's the one, especially things like metabolic adaptation. I mean, as you said, like the weight's always going to uh -huh. fall off, but then you kind of hit a roadblock, and if people aren't sure and they don't have that knowledge they're kind of like well fuck like why am I losing weight anymore I'm still eating the same mm -hmm. food and eating my numbers mm -hmm. but yeah then they, yeah. they don't realize is that what you kind of had 100%. that light bulb moment as well yeah definitely I mean for I've been sort of I wouldn't say I've been fully in that stage but definitely for the last uh, I've been the same weight now for like the last probably almost 18 months just over a year yeah. um and I've really had to play around with my calories yeah. as well. It's, it's, I mean, it's like the diet after the diet as well. Like I'm happy with where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I always thought, well, I never always thought, you know, you, you've got goals in your head as you go. And then as you reach those goals, you're like, no, keep going, keep going. Yeah, so my yeah. last goal was like, you know, get in the 60s. Like it was some big thing. Yeah. Um, and in hindsight, I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like what for? Like, you know, I can't go to the gym and train and um, want to build muscle and get skinny at the same time. It's not how it works. So, yeah, you can't just roll um, into one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just trying to adjust the calories to suit that now is, yeah. yeah. 
Beautiful, yeah. mate. I love it. It's good. Um, <laughs> and just like with the, obviously the, the lack of knowledge and you, you kind of learn about that and now mm-hmm. it's your turn to kind of give back and stuff like that, which I absolutely love. But um, I always think, I always try to revert back to myself and things that I've learned from mm-hmm. my clients and stuff. And I always think mm-hmm. the biggest help on people's like their journey and stuff like that, it, once they learn and stuff, but their environment and their self-development always plays a massive part. So I guess mm-hmm. on your journey, like what has been the biggest help for you along the way? Was it like your environmental change or um, just like your self-development along the journey? I think, you know, there's so many little things um number one has to just be accountability so when I when I decided I was going to lose the weight I was like you know I I went out and I told everybody I know I just sucked it up like put the embarrassment behind me I thought you know what I can remember my mindset being I can go around telling everyone my weight now which is something I've been trying to hide my whole life because I'm never going to weigh that again yeah like this is gonna work in my head that was my mindset I absolutely love that because it's like when people give you their weight for the first time and they're like oh I'm I'm so embarrassed or when they take photos and they're like I don't want you to see it or measurements that I don't want to know it's hard to tell people that like you will never Mm. be this same again like your measurements here or your photos there that will never be you again so like own it you know what I mean like exactly so exactly like what do you have to hide like this is not you anymore it's not going to be you anymore so that's what I did I went around I told all my work colleagues what I was doing um and I told my you know obviously my partner my mom my family so pretty much I I grew my own support network by trying to get as many people as I could involve all my friends I had a friend going through a similar thing at the moment the guy that I train with um so he was like on his own journey as well so we kind of did that together together which was good so yeah like if I was feeling a little bit lax with it I always had someone around me that was like hey no like this is what you want to do not that I really needed that but in my head I thought you know that that's what they would do yeah Yeah. so accountability is probably the number one thing I would say and also just like (laughs) I always say like out of sight out of mind so just having the strength because you know still if you want to test my willpower like if you put a cake in front of me like and I'm sure everyone on earth is the same where you're like, oh, I'll just have a little bit. Like you can't That's help it. it. So a little bit, can't I was like, <laughs> yeah, like you just like for me, I'm like, yeah, cake or chocolate, like no. So um I went through my pantry, my fridge, and everything. I just I I'm I'm half Italian, so wasting food is not easy to me. But no, no, I'm um, Greek, so I, I know yeah. how that feels. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I just sucked it up, and I was like, no, nah, that's it. I just threw out like all the food I could, um, you know, all the all the treat food that I knew that I couldn't say no to. If someone brought around a cake for afternoon tea when they left, I had to just you know suck it up throw it in the bin as they were driving out I was like bye throwing it in the bin like and that's just that's how it was and like you know people then go oh yeah but I have to buy that for my kids and whatever like at the end of the day to me they're just excuses because you can buy your kids something else like your kids don't need that either you know and like I definitely give my kids strengths and whatnot but it's not you know you have to make that choice you know so yeah like not testing your willpower out of sight out of mind is another big one Absolutely love that. I think that plays such a big part. Like that's a the little tricks. Don't go shopping whilst you're hungry. Uh, That always (laughs) sticks in my mind. Yeah, (laughs) 
I love that. Exactly. Just to go back to when you told everyone, I absolutely love that because I've always struggled with things like that. Even, you know, um, having like putting out content, you obviously put out a lot of content. I'm not a huge content fan. I don't love making, no, I'm not very good at it. Um, yeah. And it always makes me nervous. Like even posting about my own journey and even think about doing this podcast, I was like, shit, you know, like uh, I don't really want to yeah, tell people just same. in case of their reaction. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you, I love that you went and told everyone because I always found as I went along, like telling people, they're always there to help you. You know what I mean? Like, and I was I'm just yeah. interested to see your reaction for the people that you told like obviously it would have been hard coming out to people but um and what was their reaction when you told me you're going to start this journey of yours oh like pretty much everyone was supportive um like majority like 90 percent of people were like wow that's amazing and you know they make it as easy as they can to ask questions because they know I want to talk about it you know and I can remember my work friends being really really good at that time um my partner was great um I had to explain to him because he's you know he's blessed with the skinny jeans like he (laughs) he could eat whatever he wants and does not even gain a kilo so um and he loves like his takeaways and that sort of thing like we all do but I had to explain to him this is like what I need like I I don't need that stuff right now you know and uh, yeah okay we'll have it occasionally I'm not for cutting anything out but just at the time I was like I don't need you to be asking me to have takeaway all the time and that sort of thing like yeah um and if you want to get it while you're at work so that's what he did for a while like he'd have it for lunch instead of dinner or whatever you know finally it's not around me (laughs) um yeah so um but definitely there were some people in my life that um I, I don't know for whatever reason they weren't as supportive perhaps they thought oh here we go again Leah's on another like you know tangent she's gonna yeah Yeah. you know I'm really good at starting things I can't finish I pick up hobbies and whatnot Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I've got a lot of half-finished projects so you know yeah and when you're losing weight and like you know I was only like yeah, I would have been 20 kilos down, you know, and people start saying, oh, you're looking too skinny. It's like, hello, I'm yeah. still very overweight. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. just because my face is a bit skinnier than it was doesn't mean, yeah, that I'm not. So, yeah, you always you always have that. And I think it's just about rising up and just realising that, you know, those people have their own reasons for doing that and it has nothing to do with you. 100%, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's when, yeah. I love that, mate. That's, that's very, very good. And um, I guess like, obviously we've touched on a lot about the, your failure journey and your environmental changes and stuff like that, but there is some mindset stuff that I'd love to touch on. Cause for me, like I really struggled with a lot of stuff. Like I, as you said, pick something up, you're good at it for five minutes and then put it back down. Like that was kind of <laughs> like me. And, yeah. Um, it's something that I reckon was maybe the only reason why I did achieve like Phalos was through, you know, getting better with my mind and better with my self-talk. But um, is there something you experienced? Was there a bit of a mind mindset shift for you during your weight loss stuff where, you know, you might've been a little bit negative yourself, but you found ways to overturn mm. that and be a little bit more mm. positive about who you are and your body? Mm-mm. So, um, yeah, there's really a few things. I think for me, the mindset that I started with that kept me going was I've got to find a way of doing this that I enjoy. um I I, it can't be a huge struggle because you know I knew I I said to myself this is going to take me a year that's just what I thought in my head you know um 
And yeah, my mindset was very much like, okay, if it takes me a year, sure, that's a long time. But if you compare it to, you know, the time I'm what, 25, it's really not a long time. No, and no. For the rest of my life, it's that's really it. not a long time. I mean, look so, at the last two years yeah. we've had in lockdowns, like they've gone oh, so quick. Exactly. Yeah. It's gone so quick. Yeah, that's right. So um, yeah, I thought, okay, you know, one year, long-term mindset. Um, and yeah, then I guess also, yeah, the accountability factor having, you know, my trainer was really, really good with the mindset stuff. He was, re- he's really heavily into that sort of thing. And he gave me a lot of like inspiration and, um, yeah he got me into as well like mindfulness practice so like journaling meditation and all that sort of thing so right around that halfway point when you're like pretty much like I can't be bothered with this anymore he jumped in so that was kind of like a blessing you know yeah is Um, that something you you do daily now the journaling and and the mindfulness stuff yeah, yeah yeah so um since pretty much I don't think it was the first of January I think it was like the second or third of January this year I've started daily journaling um so I do morning journaling so I um set my intentions for the day so I just list out what I want to achieve um both like physically so it might be like get the kids to school but then it might be like get the kids to school without any yelling or screaming yeah Yeah. and um today is going to be a happy day and like all about emotions and that sort of thing as well um and I try to mix that up a little bit as much as I can then I write down what I'm grateful for so just being grateful for health or you know um yeah opportunities and that sort of thing um and then also I've been writing down things I love about myself because to me that doesn't come naturally like of course yeah I I tear myself down so bad every like I'm sure everybody does but I yeah I've always been pretty bad with that so that's something I'm trying to turn around I'm consciously trying to do that so that's helping as well and it might not it doesn't have to be like really crazy like oh I just love the way I look in the mirror like it's not like (laughs) that it's like you know like oh like Lee your hair looks good today yeah I love my hair you know and and just telling yourself these things you know or it can be like um yeah like things like I love you know my ability to be able to inspire others that yeah. sort of thing like I love that um, it's awesome so yeah I'll write down just a few points there yeah um, and try to focus my attention on them for the day as for meditation it's something I wish I had I'm gonna you know throw the time excuse out there I wish I had more time for it but yeah. it is hard when you've got like little kids around and of stuff course. to like be like okay piece. I'm gonna go yeah. meditate for a minute like yeah <laughs> hold the fort guys yeah yeah <laughs> so um I, for a while I was doing meditation first thing in the morning as well. So like I would wake up and um, before even getting out of bed, so no one even knew I was awake, I would do like five minutes of breath work or put on like a guided meditation, just five minutes. And that was really good. That's something I really want to try and get into again. Yeah. Um, But I do sleep meditations and that sort of thing um, every night. So that's really good as well. That helps to relax me. So all these things and then like having, yeah, friendships and, people around you that are like you know positive energy and of course makes a huge difference yeah yeah yeah, that's right and who you can confide in and um yeah and to guide you like on that journey as well yeah that's really important yeah 
healthy. Like, yeah. is this something you would recommend for everyone? Like a lot of my clients, I always recommend the journaling. As you said, mm. practicing gratitude is uh, absolutely massive. And even the daily goals, like they don't have to be massive. You don't have to, you know, write down, oh, like yeah. run a marathon today. You know what I mean? They can be such small things that maybe like yeah. you went over your calories Monday and you, you make it just a daily focus to, to hit your macros today and get as close to that number yeah. as possible. But is this something you would recommend for anyone out there to do this mindfulness stuff? Oh, literally, my only regret is not doing it sooner. That's like, exactly I, how I feel oh, about it. <laughs> yeah. I wish, I wish I found it like properly yeah. when I started my journey because it would have made such a difference. It was 100%. so many times. And as well, I wish I had something to go back over, you know, in a journey yeah. that would be really cool too, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really feel like it really helps you yeah setting your intentions for the day Mm. um helps you just focus um there were so many times where I was like a little bit yeah you know you get in your head or whatnot and if I had have had a way of writing it down it would have just helped me go through it definitely like easier I guess yeah even like I was very transparent but even like with Bali like so I actually went I didn't go with my partner, so I went with my mum and dad, and um, mm-hmm. it was kind of, oh, kind of really the first time we've been away from each other for that long. So there was a few days where I did oh. feel quite isolated. So like my yeah. daily goal would be like just to be present, not to like think about, um, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that Brit's not there and and stuff like that. Yeah. And it, it makes such a big difference because you got it there, you got that nightly reflection, and um, yeah, it really does help you out. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I love the reflection part. Again, I'm gonna throw the time card. I really no, go for see, it. You know, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so good at telling people that's not an excuse. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something I really want to work on. Um, I'll probably start to do that the second half of this year, um, doing a bit more reflective work as yeah. well because it's so powerful. Like it's so 100%. powerful. I do. If I'm struggling with something, I'll do it. Um, I also love like in like I have my journal where I write out all my stuff but then as well I if I'm going through something pretty tough whatever it might be I'll write out just my feelings just like Mm. in a list like no buffer no like yeah um on my laptop or my phone or something like that in my notes and then I will literally just delete it like afterwards as soon as you write it out you actually just feel better straight away. Yeah, like, you do, you do. Yeah. And it helps you to like work through it yourself. It's like, you know, I've tried counselling and whatnot in the past for various reasons. Yeah. And I leave and I go, did she even say anything or did I just talk for an hour? <laughs> you know, and then and they take your money and you're like, okay. You know, so if essentially you can do the same thing at home, yeah, yeah. just writing out. Like because one out, thing leads, sure. one yeah. thought leads to the next and that's it yeah you work through it yourself yeah that's it beautiful man i love that's really good uh really good dive in there to the mindfulness stuff i think it plays a massive part a lot of people say it's 80 percent uh nutrition 20 percent training or whatever i'm actually a big believer that it's like 50 percent training and nutrition and 50 percent mindset because i think it plays such a big part but um just to revert back a little bit like the ones where you're talking about um kind of like your self-talk and stuff and obviously with practice and the stuff we just talked about the mindfulness and all that um what are some tips for people who who want to feel comfortable in their own skin but are kind of struggling um with their body comp or they don't really accept the way they look what are your, some of your biggest tips being on like both sides being like quite lean now and obviously going through your big journey what's your advice for them 
think, yeah, I mean, like 100% the journaling and meditation is probably the number one help there um, because that will help you, like, you know, come to terms with a lot of the things about yourself that you can't change. You know, yeah. there are so many things. Like, we're not meant to be, you know, what you see on Instagram or in the magazines or whatever yeah. where everyone's you know airbrushed and whatnot we're meant to have lumps and bumps and rolls and um yeah so like coming to terms with that really choosing what you surround yourself with so you know the accounts you follow on instagram and that sort of thing if they're Mm. triggering you for whatever reason why are they on your instagram get rid of them follow more body look it, it can be a bit too far in my opinion but there are a lot of body positivity pages and that sort of thing out there which are great to follow you know um I'm really the worst with names otherwise I would shout something out I can't (laughs) that's okay Um, it happens yeah there are a lot um and yeah I think as well just really trying to focus on how you speak to yourself so your own self-dialogue you know we're so quick to say really mean things to ourselves and why like my latest thing is would you speak to your best friend like that if yeah, you if I was you actually wouldn't, just about to say that <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and it's so simple but it's one that you know I catch myself out all the time so I'm really trying that you know um yeah so I guess they would probably be the number one thing yeah beautiful nice I like that again well answered mate um yeah, really good. So as I said, like, this is why I wanted to reach out to you because I knew like you'd be on both sides of the party, obviously being lean and, and being um, as you were before you started, which was awesome, mate. So I guess now, like, <laughs> I, I really want to dive into the gym stuff and unpack this because lucky for me, like I've, I've always been a sporty kid. Like I've always loved to go to gym. I've always loved to play sport, but if gym is something like you had to learn to fall in love with. Uh, talk me through the process of that. And I know a lot of people do get scared of the gym and stuff, but I'd love to hear your yeah. journey and how you kind of fell in love with, um, yeah, the, the physical side of it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually mind-boggling because, yeah, like my whole life I was just like someone who just – literally hated exercise like I just wouldn't do it like I would go for a one kilometer walk and be like oh this is just hell like why do you do this you know um and I guess when I went into the gym I was kind of still expecting the same thing like I had a friend that was training at the time and he said no no it's not like that because he's like I was like how long have you been at the gym for and he's like an hour I'm like how do you train for an hour (laughs) like I can't even walk for 10 minutes (laughs) and then you know when I got in I realized I'm like what's a rest period (laughs) like you're not just like sitting there like bicep curling for one hour like yeah yeah you get to actually relax for a bit Um, and then when you get in there and you sort of meet some people and you have conversations, you realize that, you know, you're not alone. A lot of people, like everyone had to start somewhere. Like, That's it. You know, like everyone was a beginner yeah. at some and point. It's funny, like those, so, those big people like slamming the weights and grunting and yeah. all that. When you actually speak to them, they're actually the nicest people and they actually want to help. Oh, like yeah. they want to help you yeah. and make them feel comfortable. Yeah, 100%. And like I always say as well that everyone is in the gym for essentially the same reason. Mm. You wouldn't go to the gym if you're 100% happy with yourself. Like yeah. everyone's there for a reason. Okay, so, you know, and to, to better themselves in some way, it might not be physical, it might be mental, whatever it is. Yeah. So really a beginner is going there for the same reason that an advanced lifter is. So, you know, when you realise that, you realise like you belong there you know, and that was a big one for me. So, um, 
yeah, I got in there. I had my friend helping me. I had my trainer helping me and I discovered weightlifting (laughs) training and I was like wow like I'm not agile I can't run I can't kick a ball to save my life or catch a ball and I'm sure I'll have some friends that will laugh at me about it because I'm shocking but like I can lift heavy things like I'm strong like cool (laughs) yeah finally something I'm good at you know so um yeah that was like that was the best thing ever when I discovered like weight training and I can remember being the girl in the gym that said my trainer oh I don't know about this like (laughs) you know and I'm looking around at these girls like you know some of them for whatever they might be enhanced I don't know but I'm like I'm gonna get bulky look at that guy and he's like do you know how long and how hard and what that guy has to do to look like that? And I was yeah. like, what? And he's like, you know, it's not like you're not going to end up like that. It's one of the hardest things to try and sell to people. It's like, you know, yeah. I really don't want to get bulky. And I was like, oh, it's that old classical, you know, it's like thinking yeah. you're going to get in your car and become an F1 driver kind of thing. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm it like annoys me because I've been trying to do that yeah. for like five years and not even I can get big and bulky yet. So same now, same now, same. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll happily be bulky now. But, you know, That's <laughs> apparently it. it's not that easy. Like, um, yeah. So when I, when I fully realized like, you know, and my trainer would always like pull this out of me and be like, yeah, okay. When you start getting real ripped and like veins are popping <laughs> and, you know, you're broad as, then we'll try and think about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm like, okay, mate. <laughs> trying to sound a lot like me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it did help, you know, like yeah. I, that was a genuine fear. Like, I didn't know. And even uh, recently I said to my mum, I was like, you know, just because I go through these things like like if anyone does. I'm like, Mum, maybe I should try Olympic weightlifting. Like that looks fun, <laughs> like the Ollie lifts and that. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Leah, have you seen those girls? You'll end up like that. I was like, Mum, I've been trying to be that for the last year, <laughs> like and a half, and it doesn't happen. Oh, like that's that. so, good. so still that stigma, even my mum, I don't know what she thinks I do in the gym the whole time. Oh, it's crazy. If I think you know? like the first protein powder I ever bought home, mum was like, oh, what's this steroid crap? You can't have this. It's so dangerous. <laughs> Like, come on man. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah drink it and get bulky <laughs> oh, i love it mate that's, that's so, so good funny. um yeah it's super empowering like i mean i love when we like my little sister she's super strong she's such a um natural lifter and it's amazing how natural yeah. it does come to people and it's so empowering. Mm. like I, I think like i love when obviously a lot of my clientele is female like they told me that before yeah. i was going to come into the industry and i I didn't believe yeah. it, but I was like, now I'm like, wow. And it's, it's yeah. amazing to see, like, I love, I love when like, uh, you see like your female clients feel like they belong mm. and they want to get strong and they kind of get over yeah. that stigma of being too bulky and you just, oh. they love that feeling yeah. and they love getting strong. So, um, I yeah, guess like it's to, so empowering. Like oh, it's, so, it's so empowering as a woman to feel like you're strong and that you can hold your own. Like, yeah, hundred I love yeah. it. And like, yeah. And like I just, I'm just thinking now. There's so many memories in my head where people overcome it. I love it. But um, just to yeah. lead into like my next question, what's your your tip for people who are scared of gym, especially mums um, like you? you no, know, mum of three like would have been a very mm-hmm. intimidating place. So, what's your advice mm-hmm. for people who might be a little bit scared to start? Mm, so, um, I guess yeah. The first thing is just coming to terms with the fact that yeah, everyone is there for their own reason um nobody really gives a crap what you're doing either so even if you're going in like wandering around like a headless chook like looking around like lost like hopefully someone will help you but 
mostly no one probably will because they're not even looking at you they're looking at themselves in the mirror or whatever you know um yeah exactly and wondering what they're doing and they might be nervous about what they're doing as well even look cool and calm you know so um in that respect you know if you really have no idea then you need to get some help of some sort um whether it be a pt or just asking the people at the gym like um you know to show you around and to show you the machines like that's what i had at first before i fully started with my pt um just to show you how to use the machines and whatnot yeah or have a friend you know find a friend that or someone that is has been training for a little while that can show you the ropes you know makes a big difference um, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess the biggest thing is to just go mm. like just just do it like Stop. I can remember going in like and you know I went in to have a meeting to be shown around the gym and the lady's like you know okay she's a saleswoman but at the same time she's like you know are you, are you ready to sign up I was like oh no nah. I'll go home and speak to my partner like yeah. because I'm not 100% she's like no because she won't come back and I was yeah. like oh shit okay let's do it yeah (laughs) better just do it like you know and that's what you need to do you need to just do it like um yeah that's the biggest one 100 like and that's the big thing like people they like as you said they're, they're looking at themselves and um even i'm the same like if i see something someone really struggling obviously like mm. go and help them out if they need a spot or something yeah. like that but yeah half the time like either looking at yourself or looking at your phone or Don't looking at the next station you need to go go start at and um, pretty much yeah. yeah yeah even like it's it's probably something that is really hard it does take time there's even times now where i make sure oh, shit is a clip on the thing i don't want the plates to come off and like yeah you yeah. run into people we've all had just, those fails like, as well 100 <laughs> and half the time like people just fucking laugh like they're just like yeah like, exactly you know? like as a as yeah. a community like people are very forgiving like they don't yeah you know what i mean and especially in a gym environment like people know why you're there they know you want to make change so half the time they're just there to help exactly exactly everyone starts at some point somewhere and you know most people are really really good at yeah helping their own as well <laughs> that's it that's it let's talk about you and your personal training thing very uh exciting times i saw your your upload today if your cert fours almost being ticked off and yes um, yes talk me through, like, <laughs> why did you want to become a personal trainer and what are the reasons behind it so I guess just because I feel so like, I feel like I have a point of difference. You know, I feel like, unfortunately, there's not a lot of people out there that have done what I've done. Yeah. Um, and who, you know, I, I have a background as a nurse as well. So I'm used to working with people. That's what I've been doing for the last you know, 10 or so years. Yeah. Um, and I love like, yeah, working with people, helping people um, in whichever way I can. So I thought, how can I turn my experience into something that can be really positive and help others? That's the number one thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, I have a passion for the gym. Like I just absolutely <laughs> love it now. It is my like, it has been my safe haven for like the last yeah, two years almost now. Yeah. Um, so really turning a passion into a career. I always thought, you know, I want, a job like I love nursing don't get me wrong like I do love it but you know it's a hard slog and you go there and it's yeah like 
I've just been my whole life chasing that thing of, you know, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. That's like, it. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm chasing really is. And I know that this is something that I'm very passionate about. I love working with people. I love fitness. Let's do it. Like kind of that's thing. It. And I know that my experiences will help me to help other people yeah, as well. I absolutely and as well, love. I think just as well, like not being like that, like, yeah, like <laughs> Obviously, I'm a lot leaner now than I was, but I'm still a mum. Like, I still mm-hmm. have a mum tum that hangs through my clothes. Like, it's who I am. I'm not skinny by any stretch. You know, I still definitely carry weight in my hips and my bum, legs and whatnot. And I feel like for that reason, I'm more approachable as well than, like, yeah. you know, younger girls who are skinny, fitness model type girls um is someone you know older or overweight or uncomfortable in themselves going to feel comfortable with someone like that maybe not yeah 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 and especially mums and that sort of thing because that's where my like I'm a maternity nurse so my passion lies with like you know sure I help guys and girls whatever but my passion is women's health like as a number one so I feel like I can turn into that at some point down the road (laughs) absolutely no i can definitely relate like that's the same i mean i absolutely love that and it's never too late for people to go like i love that you've 100 gone and done that and um yeah oh it's amazing and yeah that's why i reached out like when i saw that you were becoming a pt the funny thing is we're actually doing the same course like i did the same one as you so i reckon oh really yeah i recognize the the setup and all that stuff so yeah um, it's not easy i've only got i've only got the prac book to do now like I'm oh, doing yeah. my prac at the moment I just need to write it all out in the yeah. document and send it through and then I'm done so I'm so close it'll be done in the next couple of weeks it's Amazing. pretty exciting like, have you got anything else yeah. lined up after that like are you just stop trying to do your cert three and four and then see what happens from there or have you got stuff lined up um so I've done a sh- very short course in nutrition um yeah, and I will probably look for another course in nutrition to further expand on that um and then definitely women's fitness women's health so um something that will qualify me in um you know pre and postnatal training and like pelvic floor and all that jazz like I want to yeah. go into all that as well but that might be in the future as well um for now I think the number one thing will be just trying to get into a gym and getting some you know experience which yeah yeah, yeah. so that's my next step yeah you'll love it mate like it's one of those (laughs) things that is exciting but once you get the ball rolling and get into it you'll be like this is the best decision I've ever made like when you can everyone's the hero of their own journey you know what I mean like I'm a big believer everyone's the hero of their own journey and but they need guys along the way you know what I mean like as you said the lack of knowledge you went and got a trainer and kind of when you mm-hmm. see that person get the best out of themselves and kind of be like, I can fucking do this. You know what I mean? Like it's one of the uh, best feelings absolutely. as a trainer and maybe like there's nothing that can top it. And that's why you love the job. You know what I mean? And I'm excited yeah, for you exactly. to like get into the gym and see that. Thank like, you. Awesome. No, no stress. It but, is exciting. I know it's amazing. But, um, <laughs> I won't keep you too much longer. I know you're very, very busy. Obviously you got the oh, three so little good, ones yeah. and we are. <laughs> The whole Perth and uh, time frame, like trying to get it right. And I was in Bali yeah. at the time and I was like, fuck, what time is it going to be in yeah, Melbourne? Yeah. That's why <laughs> just... you're extra confused as well. Yeah, that's that's funny. Like, oh, no, it funny. took us ages that's to so try cool. and work out the hours. And I was like, I think that it's the same time. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm actually in Bali. So yeah, like, actually, like... Bali and Perth at the same time? Yeah, yeah, I think they I are. I think, aren't they? Yeah, because yeah. it's just north of Perth, really. Yeah, that's why yeah, I was yeah. getting confused. And I was like, 2.30 Melbourne. Is that right? No. <laughs> 
what but, um, country are you in? <laughs> just the yeah. last thing I do want to throw at you, and it's about your Instagram page. I love it. Um, I'll chuck it in the show notes. As I said, I'll oh, put up a little you. intro for today. And I'll be like, I think everyone needs to go see it. I just want to know where you get the ideas for your bakeaway food because there's some of the best oh, food God. ideas. I send them to my partner all the time, and I'm like, you need to make this for me. Um, oh. I just want to know, like, yeah, where you get the ideas from. And, um, yeah, like just the content creation and stuff like that. How do you go about it? Oh, yeah. So um, I guess like really I just started with just posting like whatever, like whatever I eat that I I just think before I post, like is this something I would find helpful or not? A lot of, like, yeah, pretty much everything I post is what I do. It's not, yeah. Um, so like I look for my inspiration, I guess through other people as well. Like I'm yeah. on Instagram, I'm seeing what other people are doing. Yeah. Um, and I also really enjoy like finding a meal that, you know, might be really calorie dense or really like high in fat or whatever it might be and trying to make it calorie friendly. So mm. just doing simple swaps because I've been doing this a while. So I know like, you know, how to swap out like a certain bun for another bun to make it lower calorie or, yeah. you know, a certain burger patty to another burger patty yeah. to make it lower calorie. So once you know, like those type of things, it's pretty easy to come up with your own meals as yeah. well. So that's another benefit of like tracking your food and learning what's in your, the food that you're eating and, you know, you're um, learning to read your labels and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it will help you come up with it meals that way um yeah I guess that I um it comes through conversations as well like I'll be talking to friends and stuff like the other day I was talking to a friend and she's just starting tracking her food you know she she wants to lose a, bit, a little bit of weight yeah. and she was saying to me I can't understand what's going on like um I've been eating so healthy you know the same old story yeah and I'm not losing any weight and I was like okay like what are you eating like for lunch say and she's like oh um, you know, I've just been cooking like chicken and salad. I'm like, how do you cook your chicken? She's like, I just fry it in the pan. I was yeah, like, with what? Yeah. She's like, was, olive yeah. oil because it's healthy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, it is. But do you know? Like, <laughs> so yeah. So once I showed her, like, you know, wow, like the you know the, <laughs> the calories that are in that little bit of oil that you're yeah. using, and it's okay. Like, it's absolutely fine to use that. But when you're doing all these things all the time, adds up. Yeah, they add up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's like conversations like that made me think, wow, like people don't know that. Like, mm. you know, I've got to go back to where I started. So um, that's when you know I'll put up like a post comparing different things and whatnot, and just to raise more awareness in that. You know, fat that you don't have to cut your food right down like I'll go it. back to being Italian I love food I love volume like I'm a volume eater and I haven't really had to cut down a lot yeah. it's more just swapping things you know things. so yeah. yeah bulking your food up with fruit and veg and that sort of thing um yeah so those sort of those sort of things that I remember sort of spark amazing yeah. awesome I love that and Oh, Thanks. so good. I've enjoyed this chat so much. It's been, uh, it's been really good. I knew when I reached out to you, it would have been uh, really, really enjoyable. But um, yeah, there's some massive takeaways from that. And I know that people will take a lot of inspiration from your story. And um, I know me and the listeners will be wishing you all the very best in your transition into the fitness industry. And I'd love to hear from you and how it all goes and once you get started and all that. And um, 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be really good to hear how that unfolds. But in terms of today, thank you so much for jumping on. I know um, you're very very busy, but uh, it's been very very enjoyable, mate. And uh, yeah, again, thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Zach. I really appreciate you having me on. And yeah, your story is just as inspiring. Like honestly, I feel like we relate so well. It's great. Oh, <laughs> thank no you so much. Thanks, mate. Thanks again. <laughs>